I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders, Season 1, Episode 1. Welcome to the heart of Birmingham, 1919. A smartly dressed young man in a flat cap coolly rides a black racehorse down a cobbled terrace street as residents quickly get out of his way. This man is Thomas Shelby, a very important character alert, a member of the notorious Peaky Blinders gang. So cool because they wear caps with razor blades stitched into the peaks that double up as their weapons. He's joined in the streets by a man and young Chinese girl who performs some ancient magic involving blowing red dust into the face of the horse intended to help him win an upcoming race. Before leaving, Thomas announces the name of the horse, Monaghan Boy, and the time of the meet as a tip for the residents who watch from afar. He then rides away as cool as he arrived, which is very cool. Arriving back at the family home, he throws open double doors and walks into the Shelby's backroom bookmakers, which is a hive of activity. More important introductions should be made here. We first meet John Shelby, a younger brother to Thomas, and then Arthur Shelby, the eldest and at this point the angriest of the three. Arthur's furious that Thomas was trying to fix a race, pointing out that if he gets found out, they can't go up against both the Chinese gangs and Billy Kimber, who's an even more notorious crime boss. Before Thomas leaves, Arthur says he's got news from Belfast and is calling a family meeting. We cut to a train. On board, Chief Inspector Campbell scans files containing information on the Shelby brothers, including both criminal and war records. The documents name Arthur as leader of the Peaky Blinders. Elsewhere, known communist Freddie Thorne is passionately rallying workers at the Birmingham Small Arms Company to strike in the face of a proposed pay cut. Back on the train, he's also in one of the documents being read by Campbell. Later on in the local alehouse called The Garrison, Freddie joins Thomas at the bar. There's a tangible tension between the pair. Freddie informs Thomas that he's heard news of communication from Winston Churchill himself and has been sent from London to the local Birmingham police regarding a robbery of national significance and that both his and Thomas's name were on a list. Commotion, toppled tables and broken glass suddenly erupts from the garrison door as a man flails and panics while enduring a flashback to the war. Thomas and Freddie manage to subdue him and talk him back to reality. The man, Danny Wisbangoin, asks if he did it again. John Shelby walks from an alleyway straight into a woman pointing a gun at his head. She then slaps him and gives him a right good telling off for having a loaded gun that his brother Finn, the youngest Shelby brother and still a child, was playing with. This force of nature is Polly Gray, the Shelby boy's auntie and an integral part of the blinders. Later, at the meeting, all the family are present, including Ada Shelby, the only sister to the boys. Arthur instructs everyone that a policeman in Belfast was seen recruiting men to come to Birmingham and clean the city of its criminal element. Meanwhile, Campbell arrives. 
Polly meets Thomas in an empty church and asks what he's hiding. He tells her he asked his men to steal some bikes, but that the men accidentally picked up the wrong crate and inside was a huge cache of guns and ammunition. Polly hits him for being so stupid, telling him he'll hang if he gets caught selling them and then demands he dumps them somewhere the police will find them. Thomas agrees. Ada meets her boyfriend, Freddie, in secret. A young Irish woman walks into the garrison looking for a bar job. The landlord, Harry, informs her that's not a good idea as she's too pretty for the men they get in there. She begins to clean up, singing beautifully as she does so, and Grace Burgess lands the job from a dumbstruck Harry. Campbell briefs the Birmingham police force on just what a serious man he is and what a disgrace the city is. He declares he's going to clean the place up and is joined by a group of equally serious-looking Irishmen to aid him. Arthur's in the cinema with a couple of women when he's dragged out by the police. Back at the station, he gets savagely beaten. Campbell enters the room, pushes Arthur's hair from his eyes, then punches him square on the nose. He asks Arthur about the robbery, but when Arthur says he knows nothing, Campbell breaks his thumb. He tells Arthur he can see the Shelby family killed, or they can help each other. At the garrison, Thomas meets Grace and is less than friendly. Harry warns her to steer clear of him. Ada, Polly and John are cleaning Arthur's wounds back at home when Thomas joins them. Arthur mentions the robbery, saying Campbell wants their help as his eyes and ears. He thinks it seems a good idea, but is on his own. In his bedroom, Thomas smokes opium from a pipe. Asleep, he dreams of being back in the tunnels in the war, seeing Freddy and Danny whizbang, then a struggle as they're attacked. He wakes up wide-eyed and breathless. The next day, Danny Whizbang is having another episode as he walks the streets. He sits outside an Italian cafe and is told to leave, but he doesn't seem to hear. The Italian owner pulls a knife, but Danny grabs it, kills him and runs. Campbell meets the Secretary of State, Winston Churchill. Churchill tells Campbell the guns must be kept from the news, every bullet accounted for and any bodies that need burying should be deep. The guns in question are being loaded onto a barge at Charlie Strong's yard ready for dumping when Thomas tells Charlie he's changed his mind and has got an alternative plan, which is to ship the guns to a nearby lockup used for cigarettes. Charlie thinks he's playing with fire, but Thomas is adamant. At an art gallery, Campbell meets Grace and we learn she's an undercover agent working for the police. She tells him it's Thomas, not Arthur, who runs the blinders. She also says she believes the IRA have the guns, not the Shelbys or the communists. At the canal, two members of the Italians stand on the opposite bank from Thomas and Danny Whizbang. Thomas tells Danny to save him from the brutality of the Italians. He said he'll carry out Danny's execution himself because of the murder at the cafe. Danny asks Thomas to look out for his family, and as a canal barge slowly passes, Thomas raises a gun and pulls the trigger. Danny's body falls upon the barge and slowly drifts away. Arthur enters Thomas's office angry again, this time because the horse, Monaghan Boy, won. Thomas appeases him by explaining the plan to have the horse win another race using the magic dust trick to have more and more betting on the magic horse before it then loses the race and they clean up. Meanwhile, on a barge in the night, a shocked Danny Whizbang is alive and on his way to London to do a job for Thomas. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at PreviousPodcast, or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.